is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, do you need to clean? I need to clean. I need to clean. You know what? I actually I don't need to clean. I need to. I need some help to clean. You need help to clean. Need yes, help that's what you need. That's what you can get at Handy. I also need to like redo like an electrical switch. Really, I need to tile. I've been having hella problems with retiling yeah. my bathroom, so I'm gonna go to Handy, or actually, I'm gonna go to BoardwalkAudio.com forward slash Handy to book somebody to come take care of this stuff. You mean is this just like someone that's like Handy that will come to my house and clean and help me do stuff? He's not the just Handy, but like he or she is vetted. Uh, handy, they get experienced and background checked professionals. Oh, and they have cleaning supplies included. Yeah, and there's online payment. You can reschedule if you know if you're like, I need my bathrooms clean Friday, and then you're like, Nah, they can be dirty one more day. <laughs> What's yeah. another day? What's another that? day? I'm gonna live in this filth for a bit. Uh, you can you can have favorites and request them. Oh. It's insured. They'll also like assemble your furniture, like from IKEA. Yeah, no, I need that. It took me the last time I tried to uh, put together some IKEA furniture. It took me and my my bestie about five hours. Really? It was a how big, many how many bottles of wine did you have? I, none, none, none until after. <laughs> but it was a big shelf. It was like one of those giant things to hold a TV and oh, okay. books and a full was, settee. It was exhausting. Um, but yeah, go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash handy. That's like you know the thing on the end of your arm. With a yeah. Y. <laughs> it's a handy. <laughs> it's a handy. And handy is um, very handy. Very handy. All right. Get in the show. Bye. Bye. I just I drink, drink, drink wine. Wine. Ziggler, you tell us when. Oh, we're speeding. You can start whenever. Ooh. Welcome. Welcome to the wine situation. I like when we split it up. Yeah. You know, I can't Splos. say it all at once. <laughs> I gotta a, take a break. It's a lot of words it's to put in your mouth. Words. It's a lot of syllables. Syllables. You guys, welcome to the wine situation. It's a show that pairs people's wines with an H to wines without. The whiny wines to the liquid wines. It's like a boozy study hall. It sure is. That's Sean Buckles over there. That's Ellen Clifford. He's the wine whisperer. He Whisper. helped open Barcovel. He worked with Greg Condes. He got his intro at the Court of Masters, since we're always applying funny accents to them now. Court of Masters. The Court of Masters. Ellen got her training from the W sets and the Court of Masters. She's a certified sommelier, and she's a certified delectable user. Yeah, I got a check mark, guys. She got a check mark at the check mark. And I might be writing a column. Maybe writing a column. That would be fun. Yay, yay. Well, my dream wine job is just to write about it. Put it out in the universe. I am. Put it out to New Zealand. Put it out to the UK. Put it out to Colombia. Hey, NZ, UK. (laughs) That's the UK. Spain. Conical. <laughs> Conical? Well, I, you said Colombia? What? Colombia, yeah. No. <laughs> Conical's not a country. Hey, Uruguay, I am uh, open to write about wine. Yeah. <clears throat> We're available. We're here. We're here for you. Reach out. Send an email. Send a tweet. Send a text. DM me. DM me. On whatever platform, I'll probably respond. Because <laughs> I am just at home writing about wine. Yeah. I have a, a smartphone. <laughs> yeah, you could do it, Sean. When you, you have your it. massive web page following, I oh, will. I'll shoot. write for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> future time. You got a future job with me. Okay. Done. Because we don't work together enough. <laughs> 
Alan, what's your hip sip tip? Oh, can my hip sip tip not be an actual wine, but just sort of an observation slash uh, people need to know? I don't know. Let me check the wine situation rule book. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Sean, I don't know if you noticed this. I think it it came up, it started happening around the time that people started being like I don't drink merlot is recently I think people think that dry wines are automatically better than sweet. Yes. I've noticed recently when people want to like sound like and I I think I probably did this when I first started drinking rosé. I'm like, "Oh, but only dry." Like people seem Nothing to think fruity. people think that the dry wines are automatically better. And I think that happened because for years I people drank too much franzia, which is wine with added sugar. But I'm talking about those sweet, sweet wines with residual sugar, man. Yeah, baby, Don't talking, turn your nose up at them. I'm talking about a Zinfandel. I'm talking if, about a Pinot Noir. If you're talking to a wine person, we're not going to think you absolutely know things. If you if you request dry wine, we're probably going to, like, if you say you only drink any type of wine, we're probably going to be like, you don't know, man. Totally. So my tip is, like, uh, don't say that you only drink dry wine. Try some good good wine. Yeah. Let me tag on to that, too. Oftentimes, if I'm helping someone and it's a man and a woman, and I say, do you want a more fruity wine or less fruity wine? Pretty much 99% of the men will say oh. less fruity, even though I'll circle back eventually and get them a wine that has fruit to yeah, it. Yeah, they, that ends up being the one they like. But there's something like also like emasculating about ordering a fruity wine, mm. which we got to get rid of that, too, because yeah. that just like doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if you like a nice, ripe piece of fruit then you're gonna like a nice yeah. ripe <laughs> and if you're eating like a heavy cheese or something spicy you're gonna want something fruity yeah it happened to me last night and i mean the person was saying they wanted the dry wine and i'm like no you don't you want this Zinfandel. yeah people your mouth is on fire from the spicy food look out for those infandels look out for those well-made merlots look out for those vouvrays look yes. out for those rieslings from germany don't be like oh i don't drink like just try as long as it's good wine it's good wine those are wines where they don't add sugar it's it's the wines with added sugar although people do chaptalize sometimes but that's the sugar's gone at the end but yeah, yeah. That's, so that's my hipster tip is don't think you have to if you want to like wine you have to say you only like dry wine like there's a lot of great mm-hmm. wines out there that are not dry that i think you'll like preach sister preach what, what? what's your hipster tip oh i had the delicious kunin the pop star Ooh. blonde what it's a white wine Ooh. from santa barbara ah. and it's uh roan bridles Marsan, Roussan, little Grenache Blanc, the old GOT from last week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, It was delicious. Full flavored, full bodied, more fruit. Is that available at your bar right now? No, it's not. No. We were doing a wine tasting in Santa Barbara. We went to the tasting room. Yeah. So all Kunin wines were pretty fantastic. It was the best place we went to. I got to try it sometime. I don't think I've had their stuff. Oh, yeah. I have some. We'll, we'll drink it. I bought some. Fantastic. Delicious. Yay. Yeah, Bring we... it to the next pie supper. Pie supper. Pie supper. So we get into the shoe. Let's get into the shoe. Not the shoe, but get the into show. the shoe. Um, he's a <laughs> writer. He's a director. He is the man who has sat behind his computer and scoffed at us. Every episode. Every single fucking episode we have recorded, except for the one on the road. It's a very vulnerable episode, actually, for us. I know, because I'm like, the let the... The master become the you're the, the pod the pod master is now going to become the wine student. You guys, uh, he's written for Cracked, Funny or Die, Adult Swim. He has his own company called Bing Bong Industries. 
he does improv. You guys, Zig! Cody Zig. Ziggler! Cody Ziggler's hair. Wow. First of all, uh, you did such a deep dive on my credits. Like, I'm like, because you didn't ask me anything about what my credits are. And I'm so surprised that you got all of them right. And also ones that I've never told anyone about. That's so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I went to your website and I oh, went to your sense. UCB profile. Oh, yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. I guess you just Google my name. I also followed you. That was very impressive. I followed you research. for two weeks straight. Uh, little did you know. I thought I heard something. That was me in the bushes. Yeah. That, that makes was a sense. Great intro, Alan. Great Thank intro. You. Yes. Five star. Uh, well, well, true. Welcome Thank to God the wine situation. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> You're like, I'm here all the time. I can't feign like I don't know what the show's about because I've I sat through every single episode. Like, I, I have lightning round questions for you made up for what your wine, but I also am like, maybe we should ask him all questions that have been on the show before and see how much attention he is paying. Good luck. Uh, but yeah. I don't remember what I've Strapping asked. So that's going to be a bumpy ass ride. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, we're so excited that you were yeah, down you. for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always fun to be on a show. Yeah. You should do it all the time. You, you have an excellent time. podcast voice. You do your own oh, thank you. Yeah, it's like very sweet, sweet based I've ne- I'm realizing here sitting here, I've never heard your voice like through like a like a mic right up close on your face. Before. Oh yeah, I uh, I get sometimes I get really self conscious. I have I do my, I do uh, my own podcast and I had a guest on and the first thing he said was like. You switched immediately into radio voice, and I got really thrown off, and I'm always in my head now whenever uh, I speak it to her. Your radio my, voice? Yeah. No, but like, it, it's your normal voice. I just never heard it through like the earphones before. Yeah, it, it adds a little yeah. bit of It has a, little, a great radio voice. It sounds really good It's through. a great radio oh, thank voice. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Right in you the guys, we read some, some calls out for you? Yeah. 9.5, <laughs> the latest yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you say happy birthday to Happy birthday cousin? to Tina listening in Lancaster. <laughs> Can oh you give God. a shout out to residual sugar wines everywhere? Let's give out to res- what's it residual, residual, sugar. residual sugar wines coming out of uh, Omaha, Nebraska. This is ninety point five eight six six seventy. Damn! Wow! Wow! It's so good! It's so good! Thank you! Thank you! Um, what do you want to whine about? I mean, I'm sure. I mean. If it's about us, that's okay. It's not. I actually. I, very I was going to tell you that I would be like, uh, just in case. While you were doing your intro, I had to look through my phone because I forgot what I was oh, whining about. Shit. But it was. Uh, it, it's. I mean, it's, it's an, a facet of every my everyday life is that my wine was uh, working too much and not having enough free time to enjoy the small things or taking vacation. That was my wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I can tie that to one particular person or just my own self as far as like never stopping working, but. That was my wine. Yeah. Enjoy the little things. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Especially out here when you're constantly hustling and doing whatever you need yeah. to do. It's very true. Now, are you talking about like for like a long walk on the beach or like... I think even getting to the beach would probably... <laughs> that would be rare. <laughs> like that would be a win that'd be, right Just there. seeing yeah. a body a of water would be pretty rare. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we live so close. I know. I've been here three years and I've never gone to the beach out here. What? Yeah. Seriously, really? never. I've never gone to the never beach. Never ever. Oh, we got to change that. I've been yeah, to the beach we're... once, and that's when I helped a friend move out here like four years we ago. We are gonna change. Yeah, yeah, we gotta change that. I mean, I don't go on the beach that, but I get. <laughs> like I, I never go. I, on I, at least, <laughs> I at least see the water from time to time. We we paired this with a wine that is small in the name, but it, I want to get into how the small things actually are the big things in life. Ooh, so nice. we yeah. got you a nice. petite Syrah. It is small in name, mm. but. Big in flavor, pretty much, yeah, and, and pretty much every a, other way. <laughs> like a small big thing. Like I, I got thing. the petite, I got that. What's the Syrah again? Yeah, it, it's uh, the grape is Petite Syrah. It uh-huh. is 2015 Brady Vineyard from Paso Robles. It's a big ass wine with a small ass name because little things are the big things. Like the beach that you, God damn, you have to get to. The I know. Beach. I used to. Li- I used to work in Westwood too. I was right. What? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, what? I'm a bad LA. What? LA. What? On the wine? Yeah. Oh, my God. On the wine? 
ooh, look at this. It's so deep. Sean oh, wow. is deep, filling our glasses. Uh, this looks like cheers. Cheers to Zig. Cheers. Also, I'm like, you cannot turn up our, your nose. At... Ooh. ooh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's nice. That is super good. Isn't Lots it? of fruit on that. Speaking of, this really ties into your. <laughs> this is one, this is 100 on brand for me. Yeah, mm, I, so good. I dropped some wine droplets. On Rich my and fruity. Yeah, very fruity. Like this be this would match pastels, which I'm wearing right now. But you are. Yeah, you've got a great Slayer right. T-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I remind me to get pictures. Of you oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> I'll hook you up. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, pictures. 2015 Paso Robles Petit Syrah from Brady Vineyard. This is delicious. Petit Syrah does really well in Paso Robles. Mm. What is Paso Robles? It's like just outside of Santa Barbara. Like I say, it sounds like a town name. It sounds like a very good town yeah. name. It's California in San Luis Obispo. Isn't it? San Luis Obispo, like Los Olivos, Paso. Like they're all kind of out there. Just Ooh. a little north right. of Santa Barbara, yeah. All right, so this this actually sparks a question that I have now. Oh. Yeah. I'm actually taking the vacation for the first time <gasps> uh, to Ensenada, Mexico. Fun. Whoa. What would be a good beach wine to have? Because I'm not going to – I'm not actually physically going to the beach. I'm going to stay <laughs> – on the the house, which is on the beachfront. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just have a thing against beaches. Oh no, I'm great. My, my whole plan is like I'm going to go there. I'm going to ha- wear a uh, button up shirt. I'm not mm-hmm. going to button it up past my chest. People can't see this, but I'm going to have a, a really big medallion. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be in a full like leisure sleaze bag yes. mode for four or five days in Mexico. I want so yes. many pictures. I want yeah. all the pictures. There'll be a lot of pictures on social media. Follow me, folks. <laughs> yes, I can't wait for that. So, what would be a good wine to pair with Ooh, a beach wine? I mean, imagine there's like a nice breeze, rosé. Rosé. That or, sounds actually. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, right. get a rosé, or I mean, go crazy and get like a, a nice chilled gamay because I always want to yeah. pimp that. Then you have red wine on the beach, but probably whiter rosé goes better. Mm. But there's a lot of wine around there right now. Actually, I was mm. considering doing a wine trip down there, down Ensenada. And Guadalupe, oh, really? like Guadalupe Valley? Exactly. Oh, right. there, there's a lot of wine production. It's actually pretty Oh, actually, stuff. I think I did some like trashy uh, tourist Googling and I think I saw that they're like vineyard tours. That yeah, you really can do are. it. Yeah, yeah. And they really are. And it's, I've, I've heard they're really fun. There's good wines. I, I, I think it was uh, hip tip a while ago, uh, Nebbiolo. I had Episode from- 47, uh, 32 minutes in. No, that was you just- actually, you... <laughs> call it the timestamp. Yeah. Zig Ziglar, you are episode 47, I think. Am wait, I? no, wait, you're 48. Never mind. 48. Have we done the 48 episodes? Oh my God, we've done 48 That's episodes. That's crazy. One of them crazy. we were on the road for, but yeah. That's right. Yeah. Almost a year's worth of content. Oh. You hear that, people? You free content. Free That's right. content. Free content coming in your ear holes. That's crazy. You hear that, UK? You hear that, Spain? You, you hear, hear that, that, New Zealand? Inzy? Lindsay. I just like calling them Inzy. I don't know. Oh, Inzy? <laughs> you hear that, China? You hear that, Russia? We have a couple of Russia. Oh. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> they all just could be bots. The director of this I don't movie know. I just did is from Kazakhstan, which I was oh, like, that's interesting. Oh, maybe that's where that came her. from. Yeah. It's her. Maybe She's she like checking like up on me. Did some research. She's like, why did Ellen not bring wine to the set every day? <laughs> yeah. It's part of the contract. Yeah, yeah right. I know. I mean, it's becoming part of my brand, so I'm like, people are just going to expect me to show up with wine. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, I think that's how it works out here. Once you become like good at something and like you're reliable at it, people are like, all right, this is the person I'm going to come to for this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I don't mind Which being could a be a blessing person. and a curse. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, feel, I definitely, that's more the curse for me. I think that's what ties into the never having free time. So is it true. podcast stuff that people are, which is it? Because you are multifaceted. You write and you direct and you mm-hmm. make the podcast. Uh, it's definitely podcasting more like last year it was I mean the thing I came here to do was direct like that's the thing that yeah. I like doing the most oh. so like I don't mind doing a ton of stuff like that but last year was definitely when it all sort of came to a head like I was directed like two web series a couple of shorts um 
bunch of sketches for people. And then I was also doing like six or seven like podcasts at the oh, same wait. time. So I just had no free time. I was yeah. burning oh, Kindle every Did you sleep one. ever? No, I did not. I would generally get home around like midnight, go to bed around like two or three, and then wake up at like nine or ten in the oh, morning no, and then no. go back to doing whatever needed to be done, um, which yeah. I still do. Like I'll yeah. probably go to bed around like three o'clock tonight. To guess. Well, it's because we're going out and drinking wine until about three. Yeah, we're gonna be at Barcaville. <laughs> we're gonna be at Barcaville afterwards, yeah. drinking, drinking yeah. wine. God, yeah, you need more small things. In your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, but that, also too, like they're fun things though, yeah. too, right? Yeah, it's not like I'm like I'm not doing brack. I'm not doing backbreaking labor yeah. here. I'm hitting record and like, laughing with friends for an hour. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not going into coal mine. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm being very honest. But the work that I do isn't hard. It's not. I mean, I guess it is hard, but like going on set and telling funny people what to say isn't like backbreaking labor. Right. But there's something about like when is it like your time to sort of like be with yourself and have those small moments of like mm-hmm. oh sand in my toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Also, it's the weird grind out here is that you're yeah. constantly working, and it's like even the fun things are still like very tangibly related to work. Like oh, I want to get coffee with someone. It will be a fun conversation, but you're still you're like, oh, this is so that in hopefully six months to a year, they'll remember me to, for a thing. And then yeah. this is why I me. really enjoy my like why I try and like date people outside the industry. Oh, I'm boy, like, yeah. tell me about accounting. Yeah, tell yeah. me more. Tell me lure You don't details. know about long form yeah. improv. Let's talk, honey. Yeah. <laughs> best. I mean, you need to date civilians, I think. Yeah. That's that's the, the, the goal. It's very helpful. How long have you been in L.A. for? Shit, it'll be three years in okay. September. So relatively new. Yeah, yeah, re- relatively new. And then I got lucked out in that I only worked a crappy job for like three months before yeah. I landed at UCB. Oh, that's pretty yeah. sweet. Damn, and this is that such a is great awesome. place to be. Yeah, I was super yeah. lucky. That's great. I was incredibly lucky that I worked a shit job and then I was like, oh, let's do the thing that I actually want to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, like around 10 years or something, I think what happened is that I have a good group of friends where everyone works in the business, but mm. no one talks about it. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like this really great like thing that happened. And like, I mean, if it comes up in conversation, it's fine, but it's yeah. really not like I felt like when I first moved to it, it was a lot of that. A lot of everyone's talking about this. That's all I was dealing with and all yeah. I was talking about. But then after you've been in a place for like a long time, you know. Life kind of. I feel like a lot of my close, in. super close <laughs> friends know? out here are also in the similar industry, but we have plenty of other things. Once you get to know someone else's life in general yeah. enough, you have enough to talk about. That's it. Doesn't feel like you're trying to work all the time. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> it is nice when conversations aren't talking about. Man, I need an agent, or like my manager's really fucking up right yeah. now. Yeah, like it's like all those cliched Hollywood. It's real conversations that people oh, think. Real, or yeah. you meet someone for coffee, then you talk about scripts <laughs> yeah. or like hey do you have a good do you have a good recommendation for a voice acting class i want to get an animation this year like things that like that sound like cliches but things that have happened to me over the past five <laughs> oh, days sure i've said I'm any sure. of all of those that was the conversation yeah. uh or i was just having in this, yeah <laughs> someone in this room yeah yeah like i literally had that conversation like last week <laughs> like hey i'm looking to get an animation you got any uh, recommendations for uh, voice classes and then uh, like yeah here this is this yeah i feel like it's very easy to if you have the sort of temperament i think maybe all of us do a little bit of the workaholic thing is that you can't let like i feel like with wine wine is still totally fun for me but i was like i can't let it just be fun i have to go out and get an education and turn it into work yeah i need to monetize this yeah i need to monetize this hobby that i have this is why we're all in Uh, yeah (laughs) that's like that's an la thing to me right there yeah (laughs) like i mean people all over they're like oh you know i bought some furniture and like now i'm like a open up a boutique yeah might as well try and sell it i'm like if i buy this i can monetize yeah i'm really into 
Hawaiian shirts. I'm going to open up an Instagram store. Like, well, I mean, that's rad. But, I yeah. mind that less than the people that try and immediately make themselves teachers. Like, I, I feel like acting. There's a lot of people who like immediately call themselves acting coaches, and you're like, <laughs> no. Let's pause. Yeah. No comment on that. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, I have uh, some uh, contemporaries I've come up with, and like at least at least four. They don't know which teachers. ones they... It is fun when you go to like an acting studio and you like look up like staff or faculty, whatever, and you look it up and you're like, I haven't heard of any of these people. But I, I do like the when you go to the one and he's like, oh, I, I actually actively like that person in a thing. Oh, yeah. 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 But I, I mean, like uh, teachers to me, like I, I don't you... think necessarily teachers need to be good at necessarily exactly. what they're teaching. They have to yeah. understand it, I but they don't have to necessarily be good. I feel at like it. good directors are good teachers for acting. Yeah. Because they yeah. know how to talk to. Like, talk to actors yeah um, it, it's it's weird like you don't have to be yeah hey, I'm, I'm kind of in that same mindset where like i'm not a good actor but what? i can at least sort of talk to someone and like hey can you get me i need to get you to this particular place can we do that yeah that's definitely something i've noticed in like um that's a great way to actors. say that by the way instead of like directors being like you know it's more like line like, readings what does that mean? oh yeah hey i got a suggestion this shit may not work we'll figure it out together yeah. like that's uh-huh. kind of my approach to it and that's the best approach because it's like no one is – I mean, yes, you are the director, but like everyone's trying to solve the same sort of problem. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. trying to heighten it to the best it can be. And like even like the best things I've worked on, those tend to be the guiding principles there. Everyone's just trying to make it the best. There's no ego around it. Like, yeah. And they're like, shoot something out? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, it's definitely the idea of collaboration has probably been the biggest thing I've learned over the past – two years it's like oh, you yeah. have an idea of like this is what you stand here and you do this thing and then blah 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 but really it's like it's just like you're answering a series of yes or no questions and hoping that you're giving uh, the right answer for yeah, everything yeah. that's been my experience is directing anyway yeah or like, it's like the project that you I, I mean i know things i've made where I, I write it and i have the thing and i'm like this is what it is and then realizing once you get everyone else working on it that's not what it's going to be and maybe that's for the best maybe i need to realize that getting these other people's opinions and yeah, yeah. having them help me change it and craft it and shape it is going to make it better than what i by myself could have done yeah i think yeah. people have this idea of like you're stanley kubrick doing 128 takes of someone saying open the door you're like that's i would i would that's throw a my, thing yeah. too yeah i would throw myself from a roof if i had to do 128 takes of anything and also, that's just not really the nature. Like, who has that luxury now? <laughs> yeah. You know, Although, it's like, it's come ironic. on, we have time for three, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It should be more doable these days because it's not like you're shooting film anymore. Yeah, it's all digital, but, yeah. But, yeah, time, But money. also, budgets are so tight now yeah. and timing and location, blah, blah. You, could you imagine being that poor actor or actress who had to do 128 tapes of walking up the stairs to talk to Nick... To Nick uh, uh, What's that from? <laughs> the Shining. Um, oh, um, Nick Nolte. Nick, <laughs> yeah, Nick, 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 Nick Nolte. Oh, yeah. Like that sounds uh, like absolute torture. One yeah. of the first things um, I worked. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, you just caught <laughs> me on the running Nolte, up the stairs. So it was Forty-eight hours too. The Stanley Kubrick uh, cut. Uh, <laughs> no one knew about it. Uh, oh, you saying something, Ellen? What? Oh no, I was just I you you I got stuck on the running upstairs because I worked on a film that I the first three days were various things of my character running around snooping in an apartment mm-hmm. uh, and it was just so much also carrying like supposedly a, a thing of heavy apples and like they put <laughs> they put something really heavy in there and I was just like a lot of running up and downstairs. <laughs> like it turned out great but uh, oh, that's it, good. It, it was a very exhausting for several days of running up and downstairs. Why is this so heavy? That, they, that, yeah, it was and then I they didn't want to the change. Prop master, please? I think it's more embarrassing that I think for me anyway than being 
tired in front of people on set. <laughs> like nothing. Like if I ever have to do scenes where I have to like be physically like exert myself. I'm like, man, not only, it's not like you're in a gym where everyone's tired around you. Like yeah. you're tired and everyone is looking in your general direction. Yeah, you're just like, true. yeah. I just had to run up two flights of stairs carrying this thing. Just give me a second for <laughs> another take. Catch my breath. Yeah. Oh, but I think what was I gonna say? Oh. As you get older, too, I think there's just more shit to do in life. Like, you have yeah. to take more responsibility. So I think it's really fucking important to remember the little things. And, like, sometimes it just is a subtle sort of... I mean, of they can be real little. Little, yeah. Mm. And I think you have to just tune your awareness into when those things are happening. Like, enjoy that shower. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the that shower. Yeah. You're not yeah. trying to hop out of, like, that, for me, the evening mm-hmm. showers. Like, the, okay, it's not, I'm just, like cleaning myself and running off so I can get somewhere. It's like, oh God, I can just like sit here and feel the water. It's like, I think, I think my favorite thing to do is I wake up at like generally around like nine or 10. I'll check my messages. And if I have nothing, I'll just turn on some like easy music, like maybe some like yacht rock or something. And then I'll just like space out for like 30 minutes in my bed. Like that is my morning meditation. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It's a great meditation. Like that keeps me sane. Or, Particularly like around this time time of the year where it's like seventy degrees is like perfect LA weather. Yeah. Like just sitting in your car at the stoplight and like a good like breeze comes Ooh, through and hits you. Yeah. Like that's quality, like that's what I love live for. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And it has to be like that simple. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, because when you're constantly one thing after the next, like I feel like I kinda did nothing today. But yeah. yet I feel like I, love I, that ha- I had tons mm-hmm. of stuff to do, you know? And I was like and at one point I was doing something, I'm like but I don't even have to do this. <laughs> I've o- I'm only doing this because I've told myself that yeah. I have to do this and I've made it a priority, mm-hmm. which is just fucking life anyway. But it's just made me think of, I'm like, oh, if I never did this again, it would be fine. Yeah. Uh, how, what, 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 do you, what are your guys' uh, political opinions on quitting things? Like quitting like side jobs or quitting things that are just like you're not having fun doing anymore. That gives me a lot of pleasure. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, I guess it sounds yeah. like a platitude at this point, but like I had a side, a side side job working for a show, and it's like, and then one day I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. The money is great, having the extra money to like, oh, I can like maybe buy some shoes or whatever this week or whatever. But it's like, I woke up one day, I was like, ah, this is too stressful for me. I don't want to do this anymore. And then like I sent the email, and they're like, all right, cool, we'll find someone else. And like I felt such joy being able to like relax and be like, oh. This is one less thing I have to care about in my life right now. Yeah. For me recently, it's been more um, not feeling like I have to say yes to every social thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to... I say no to so many things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm getting a lot better at it because, like, for a while, I think... Well, I don't know. I was a person who never had that many friends. And then in L.A., you meet so many people and there's so many things going on. And, like, there's this anxiety in me that's like, if I say no this time, they'll never invite me to anything again. Or they, <laughs> they'll think I won't... Ca- I don't care about them as a person. I have to say yes to everything. And then yeah, recently yeah. I've been like, no, it's okay to be like, I'm I'm staying in this weekend. <laughs> like, I'm not going out. It's like, funny you mention that. That Can I tell you, like, probably like my quintessential L.A. like interaction, like yeah, event moment? Everyone's like, we're going to get drinks together. Gonna, I mean, I do it all the time. That's myself. exactly what I do it all the time myself. That's exactly what it, what happened. I yeah. think I had either I was leaving like a, a like a date or like some I had a friend or something that I met and like one of my a guy that I sort of sort of knew that was like sort of big in the scene was like hey having a birthday party here guys come out and hang out blah 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 so like I saw that the bar was on my route home so I just parked outside went in like hey what's up man I'm going to go to the bathroom and then I went back to my car and just drove home nice. <laughs> 
That's good. Well, that's... I highly recommend that move if you can do yeah. it. it is the I best. should have done that for something, but I just didn't go like last weekend or something. And I kind of like have a tinge of regret. For the oh, no. <laughs> because I was like, oh, I really should have. Because I really, in that same way, I really yeah. wanted I love them. You sometimes I you see the photos later and you're I, like, I like, wish I were like there. Before yeah. the party, I was like, we need to be hanging out more. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I want to, you know, and she's like, we're doing this party. You should come to that. I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's then am- I just didn't go. It's amazing how, like, Genuinely excited, you could be like, "Yeah, I cannot wait to hang out with yeah. you. Yeah. Let's do this thing." And then, like, even two days out, you're like, "I think I want to. I think I want to watch some Netflix on Friday. I'm not going to go out tomorrow." And yeah. then, like, yeah. you start pre-planning, like the text. Oh, the, I got to stay at work late. The recording's going long, or I got called on the set in the morning. I can't go out tonight. Can't do it. It's it's wild how fast that that switch will flip for me. Well, mm-hmm. the beautiful thing is, me I too. feel like there's enough people I've met out here who we do see each other in genuine, like genuinely in in a perfect world we would have all the time in the world to get together and have drinks and and catch up and in reality that's going to happen maybe once a year Mm -hmm. and it's like when you meet the people that's kind of like you're you know when you're saying to each other drink soon like it's not going to be soon yeah Yeah. it's probably not going to be soon and there are the people who you do see all the time and they're going to be in your like in your life regularly but in the city it's so easy to have start to feel pressure to be everywhere for everyone or they're like never going to talk to you again and it's like okay no i think we're all cool with each other like yeah we get it yeah it is also this is i don't know if any of you guys have experienced this too but it is this is one of those places where you can see someone once a year and there's you can still consider them a really close friend oh yeah absolutely like the first person the first person i met out here shout out jess farley if you're listening, maybe, hey. I don't know, maybe you're listening when I share this, <laughs> but she was like the first friend I made out here. I met her at like a Halloween party at a friend's house and we've hung out maybe four times in the past three years, but she's still like one of my best friends. Like yeah. we have great yeah, text conversations, exactly. we catch up and we, when we're like, Hey, how's your boyfriend? And yeah. You got a dog? Oh, how's the movie? Blah, blah, blah going. Like that's the perfect LA relationship. And especially when people <laughs> move to places far from you and yeah. like getting together. Which is really like more than three, three miles away. It's impossible. Uh, to yeah. yeah. I have a friend that I've known since I was like. Like thirteen, and she lives in like Venice area, and I'm like, I oh, see yeah. her maybe once or twice a year. Yeah, I have a one t- my, yeah, in that same way. But, my, yeah, you stay close. Like one of my really good friends from film school lives in Koreatown, which is where I live. They live on the opposite side, and it's like I'm not. Maybe I'll see you. I don't know. We'll have to figure this out together. It's yeah. Well, the good <laughs> friends you get together, and it's it's when you know they're a good friend. Is yeah, when you get together, yeah. and it's like you, it's not like you are able to pick up where you left off. Exactly. Yeah. But like to circle back to your point about quitting things. Yeah. Like a while ago, I was like, does this serve what I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of really what it comes down to. I'm like, I was working at the music center doing like arts education for kids. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, not a ton, but I would work there a couple times a month. Yeah. And it paid really well. It was a really great job. Everyone was so sweet and amazing. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, I was like, this isn't what I want to do, though. Like, yeah. I don't want to work for arts education for kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is taking away like my time from what I want to be doing. Yeah. And it's like, I have a money job, and that's like bartending two nights a week. That pays my bills, yeah, you yeah. know? Thankfully, that... But everything else, like, outside of the money job... And even Covell was very creative, and mm-hmm. I... You know, there's something creative about that job that requires me to use my brain and, you know, hear people and then pick a wine for them specifically. Yeah, well, you are mm-hmm. someone who has a passion about wine. Totally, yeah. yeah. But I was talking to my coworker last night. He's like, this is actually a kind of a creative job. Like, yeah. no other job are you forced to be like, well, let me think of what I want to bring you, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, like most serving jobs, you're like, oh, I'll deliver these things that you requested from the menu back to you. Yeah. Unless you give, like, a little bit of input, obviously, but... Um, anyway, uh, so yes, I I kind of like a while ago, I was like, I don't want to do things that don't serve what I want to ultimately do. Mm-hmm. 
Like, why? Why do that? Like, yeah. it's too fucking short. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're, so, we're all going to die yeah, screaming. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, so I can buy some shoes. Yeah. So I can buy, like, some I mean, fancy some shirt. people really want families, and so they'll sacrifice a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Shout thing. out to those people. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah. No. don't, don't be out here. humans. Yeah. Be a responsible person and <laughs> yeah. raise your kids. <laughs> No, but, no, I no, I thought about that because I I've never been a person who wants kids. So I'm no, like, God, point, sometimes though. I wish that was because sometimes it feels like oh, I, then I could pick a job where I just have to like show up and it do does it seem and easier. not care. It seems, but easy. then like your kids, I'm, then I think about being a parent. I'm like, oh God, and your kids are going to be asshole teenagers, and yeah. and they may not be, they may just be terrible people. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I was a good the, kid, but I was still a shithead. You yeah. know? <laughs> oh, I think all kids are. I'm like, if you, if I ever were to become a parent I'd be like okay my kids are gonna hate me at least at mm-hmm. some point and probably for good reason <laughs> I don't know yeah it's it's a uh, it is weird the the sacrifices you make which don't even seem like sacrifices but like I could so I'm from North Carolina and like I think back to people that are my like 30 year olds in North Carolina they probably have like their two kids one of them oh, yeah. probably in like about to finish elementary school <laughs> like mm-hmm. they have yeah. like a job job like they may not be paying much but they have a job and like a house and like the 2.5 dogs or whatever yeah back in st louis <laughs> i have friends who are totally like uh, working their jobs <laughs> and they have their kids that they love and that's what they're doing and yeah. it's all about the family and i'm like but and like, what did you do this always- weekend like i did a uh i did a short form improv show and then i spent uh two hours sweating about a general meeting i had next week which went nowhere that's oh, no. what i did what about you well i took the kids down to the park and we had a really great time there's a barbecue like, oh, man. there's yeah. a cute dog there you're like oh wow you're having like some life experiences out here i really it's, like to visit people yeah. who have families i'm like <laughs> let me come to your barbecue and like hang out and i'll tell funny stories from my life and then i'll just like soak up the like oh stable family vibe. <laughs> like, ooh, do you feel, feel like that? obligated to like perpetuate the lie of living in la too of like it's kind of like I did this crazy thing and then we went to that crazy thing. Not that you're perpetuating no, it. No, I, I know you said it. It sounds glamorous yeah. because no one's making any money, really. Yeah, no. <laughs> Even successful. I don't mind doing that because I think other people like to hear stories from your life. They're yeah, like, sure. tell me your story. It's like all my friends in couples, they're like, want to hear my singleton stories. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd perpetuate. So like, people, like, it's weird. Like, so like, I'm from like a small, pretty rural town in North Carolina. So like, we're, first of all, like everyone knows what everyone's doing, and the uh, fact that I'm even in LA is crazy. But the fact that I'm in LA, being minorly successful in what I want to do, as far as like hitting all the beats I need to hit, yeah. is crazy enough for them. But also having like actual TV credits was wild because <laughs> I I uh, I was a showrunner's assistant at Adult Swim before I came out to LA. So like I already like I remember like my mom was like I was at. I was at the El Cabo, which is like the Mexican restaurant. I was at El Cabo, and Heather's parents said they saw your name at the end of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Is that <laughs> wild? I was like, yeah, I work. I, like, it's one of those yeah. things where, like, answering five emails and, like, printing out stuff for your boss, you're like, you're not even thinking about, like, oh, people watch this shit and they also they're impressed by it you're like this is just another stop on me trying to get where i want to get in like 15 years like you're not thinking about living in the moment it's and then back to the wine perfect example the little things yeah what about what about you about how how do you handle that well you're from california i'm from california i feel like it's different out here people are like yeah it's a thing that people do yeah i mean i I don't know (laughs) i feel like i just kind of talk about my life and i and if I zoom out a little bit, it does kind of sound, it can sound a little fantastical. So yeah, a lot yeah. of times I'll just sort of like tone it down a little bit. Yeah, same here. I'm a terrible hype person. And yeah. I'm a terrible self-promoter. 
you know, like that's why this whole like kind of new generation of art and performance and stuff has been interesting for me to sort of navigate because I, I, I never want to talk. I'll, I'll always downplay everything I've ever yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's nothing. And I've had literally people, you know, come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, this thing that you're, that was great. And I'm like, that's not that great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. They're like, no, I'm telling you, like it was great. I'm like, no, it's fine. No, it doesn't really mean anything. But I, I feel it inside. I guess I, I feel the, mm. like the need to constantly move on and like um, expand and get to that next sort of plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely... And I don't think I, I feel like I want to clarify. It's not mm. that I feel like once I'm there, then I'll be happy. Yeah. It just, it's more just like, I want to, like, I, I feel like I have an understanding of this, and now I want to have an understanding of that. And I think that's a lot of what people who are here are ultimately trying to do. Yeah, it's this, what the idea of the, I mean, this is definitely something that I've definitely faced, is the idea of this constantly shifting goalpost. Because when yeah. I, was, when I yeah. was, like, 13, I was like, I want to work at Adult Swim. And then I worked at Adult Swim yeah. on the shows that I wanted to work at, and then I was like... Oh wait! Now what do I do? <laughs> like now, what do I want to do? Right. Like I kind of wanted to direct comedy, and then like you're out here and you're sort of doing your thing, and like it's one of those things where you really are just seeing bits and pieces of what you want to do for your career, and like it's mm-hmm. going to be one of the things that it culminates sooner, or it could be like six months you're like doing the thing, or it could be six years, or maybe never that you're doing the thing, but you can see the progression. And it's also one of those things where this is just tying back to the idea of downplaying is that you don't. It out here, like the concept of like name dropping isn't a thing. Like people, you have you're gonna have friends that are gonna be successful. Yeah, yeah. there are gonna be people that you just meet out here that are gonna be successful in varying degrees, and you don't think about being like, oh yeah, uh, um, uh, Matt Walsh texted me this really funny bit the other day. Like you don't like if to us it would be like, oh yeah, that's just someone that's like he's my boss. Like mm-hmm. of course you're gonna have a relationship. I don't with know. Him. I'd be pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> v- <laughs> Matt Walsh, the v- Matt Walsh. Five yeah. seasons of Veep. Oh wow, la la. So dreamy. He's so oh. dreamy and funny. But like <laughs> and funny. But like when no, I go so dreamy. But when like my dad will like I'll go back home for Christmas whatever and like my parents will talk to him. He's like, so Cody, blah blah blah, how's life? Blah blah blah. I was like, oh yeah, you know we're doing this thing, this thing, and and Walsh is doing this and like. The guy from the TV show? I was like, yeah. I've, oh, I forget that it sounds like you're bragging or like you're right. dropping names instead of just talking about like relationships that you would have like a normal ball, a normal right. job. You know? But because I think people like equate that with money and success. Yeah, that is true. And that's yeah. the thing. I'm like, I will show you my fucking pay stuff. <laughs> yeah. I will show you the residual for two cents I got. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you live in a city that is very fucking expensive? Yeah. To begin with, and you know, make all that work. It's yeah. it's challenging. Now, I'll show you my ten dollar check from BuzzFeed that I did for one of their videos. Right there, yeah. you go. It's that like, was sixty days late. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, thanks for all the like hugs and high fives and yeah. cool. Isn't that neat? It's a really interesting business. Let and me tell you about the other free writing job I'm probably going to do soon because yeah. it will be good for me in the long run. Like you do a lot of free work. It got sixty thousand views on Cracked. I think I'm going to get a meeting. I think it's going to be some guys. crazy things. Uh, no, see, I feel like an idiot doing that, but I still definitely will do. Oh that. no, you got to. You got. You it. have to. Like, That's the problem. I, I took people a, are like if you're doing what you like, you have to accept that you may. Not not be paid for it. I'm yeah, like, you're not going to get true. paid for it. It's and you're like, okay. It's practice, you know? Yeah. If you're lucky enough to get paid, like I got sort of a... Practice and uh, connections and like validity. If yeah. you're working for someone, you're able to have your name on something. Like, and people I'm, are like, oh, okay, well, they let you do things. Maybe I will and maybe I actually pay. Like, also, it's one of those things that's like just word of mouth. Like every gig that I've gotten 
as yeah. pretty much being like, oh, this person isn't a shithead. They're cool yeah. and like they're competent in what they do. We probably we talk to them and see if they'll you'll give them money to do stuff for you. Yeah, I mean, and I think you have to really like like doing it. I, I, there is yeah. there is yeah. an attrition element to Los Angeles. I think that really is in a way kind of weeds out people. No, the people mm-hmm. that don't actually love doing these things that realize you're not going to get famous and make a ton of money super fast, they leave. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it yeah, is yeah. a way of weeding weeding people out. Of, I think, but of the, the pretty ones get in the way. <laughs> but I also know people that have done this their entire lives and never quite broken through, and that's also you got to you got to be tragic for, tragic for them because I feel like they're still trying to yeah. do that, and mm-hmm. like it's heartbreaking. Oh, that's going to yeah. be mean. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm like, like but, I'll keep going. I like doing. What but I then do. you have to just like totally like you know scramble the game. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't if it's that's hard. if that's. You have to come to terms with the fact that that might never happen. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone should. I think anyone in showbiz, whole, I won't say anyone. I feel like a large majority of people entering into the showbiz, which is really just a way to monetize being an artist. Yeah, should probably be cognizant of the fact that there's a very good chance that you may not make it. And I'm using quotation marks. Making it being like, I'm going to be the. I'm going to have six seasons in a movie on fucking NBC or whatever your goal is. Yeah. Like there are ways to still do what you want to do. Maybe not in the capacity that what you want to do it or at the the scale. Like you may not be directing the next fucking Star Wars, but maybe you're. I don't know. You're you're a creative director for well, uh, for a, a marketing. Well, agency in like Santa Monica and no, you're directing well, I, stuff I like, like that or whatever. You right. said about being an artist because that's something I've kind of like learned about myself is like I moved out here being like oh if I say I'm going to do anything but acting I, I'm just like that's somehow denying what I want and then I like realized I'm like oh well I people respond well to what I write and actually I yeah. do get pleasure out of doing that and then I read Patty Smith's autobiography where I'm like oh she did not set out to be like a famous rocky musician yeah. she set out to be an artist and then she but then she just like found was like okay I'm an artist and yeah her most fame comes out of her music but she still engages in all mm-hmm. artistic realms that she's interested in she's an amazing writer she photographs like and I was like okay I'm just gonna like attempt to be cool with myself as an artist whether it's a wine artist or a writer or and I'm not perfect at it at all. Um, yeah, no, no, but, but I feel you. Like there are a lot of people that are like wearing those multiple hats or spinning those plates as like recently I've just been like I'm not sure if I'm gonna ever go anywhere like strong as an actress, but I want to keep doing it. I'm not gonna say no and maybe I can keep doing all the things, but mm-hmm. it's like uh, okay, I'm just gonna be an artist. Well I think it also boils down to the uh, the concept of quote unquote taking the shot like that's one of the motivators that I had is that yeah. um, like Kevin Smith regardless of what opinion you have about his current body of work or his previous body of work oh, he's fucking talented I yeah. think he's a talented guy like I loved his shit like I'm not 16 anymore Clerks. yeah I love Clerks like I'm not 16 anymore so maybe doesn't necessarily speak to the person I am now but like I love the movie but he has this really great really like Timon DeGrasse okay <laughs> yeah. yeah big Canadian foul for some reason yeah love, love Timon DeGrasse uh, he has this 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 story about the night that his father died. Oh man! Where uh, his father, his mother and father and brother in town, and like his father got a call at like four o'clock in the morning, saying, "Oh, Kevin, uh, Dad, he's dead." He's like, "Oh my God, what happened?" And like he, they all went to the hospital and they're talking, they're talking, and like his brother was like, "Mom fucking told me what happened when Dad died." Like he said, he woke up and he was screaming, saying, "It's hot, it's hot," and then he died. And like Kevin took away from that and saying, "Oh man, well." We're all going to fucking die screaming. So uh, because of that, we should all take the shot. As in, if you want to be an actor, 
fucking try it because why not? You're all going to die one day and you yeah. might die screaming. Like if you want to be a director, take your shot. If you just want to fucking, if you want to um, learn Japanese, take a class because yeah, why exactly. not? Like what's the reason? Like what's holding you back? Because someone at your office may make fun of you because you may not make it. You may not become fluent in Portuguese. Like who cares? Like you, at least you did the thing that you want to do in that moment instead of always living with the idea of like, what if I decided to move to California and like be uncomfortable for maybe six months, maybe for six years, or what if I didn't ask that guy or girl out at the bar? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's well. Well, use your best judgment with that one. Don't just be a fucking creep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the idea of like getting out of your comfort zone yeah. and following your your bliss and being yeah. a predator. And be yeah, don't be a predator. Just <laughs> be a, be a, a normal person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, I yeah, absolutely, I totally agree. You know, and and you might not, it might not work out. That's the, or the danger. You need or that's to redefine what working out is. Yeah, and, yeah. And, or redefine. Yeah. What, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about. I mean, I get worried. About, I get worried about people moving here without any sort of job or anything, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, it gives me anxiety. Going <laughs> like, oh, I can't even get a job anywhere, at, like even at fucking El Pollo Loco. Yeah, you know, because oh, no. ev- it's all about who you know, <laughs> and, that's, yeah. and that's every job, by yeah, the way. Yeah. That's not just Hollywood and uh, all that. Yeah. But it's, you know, L.A. can be tough and then also really expensive, too. So I feel yeah. like you need to kind of balance the two. And that's what I've always looked at. I'm like, well, I need to make a certain amount of money to exist. Yeah. But also I need a certain amount of freedom to make art. Yeah. It's nice you're able to, like, at least you're passionate about wine, like, if that's Totally. But that mm-hmm. fell into my face. I think that's how a lot of it goes. That's like, the thing about life, though. A lot. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I didn't really, like, I mean, this whole thing fell out of this guy from Dustin, who will be here next week. Yeah. Or two weeks from now. But yeah. Um, I mean, like, he wanted to open a wine bar. I was like, wine bar? I'm like, this is a crazy idea, dude. He was another actor. Yeah, we went to acting school together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were like one of my best friends. And, you know, it just kind of the creative thing of wine and restaurants. And restaurants are basically kind of like doing theater and basically like putting yeah. on a show every night, which is basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. LA is really good yeah. at it. Yeah. So it's like every night you're putting on a new show. Yeah. And then I just kind of fell into it. And then byproduct, I learned a lot about wine. Because I didn't know that much going into the Cobelm. It yeah, was I mean, just like I, we had to make it work. We had to make it work. Yeah, I didn't know shit about podcasting before I started. <laughs> well, I knew how to use the, the program because I learned it in undergrad, but that's it. And I didn't know shit about podcasting either yeah. until Elm was like, you want to do a podcast? I was like, sure, let's yeah. do a podcast. Like, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm just going to make it until I make it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out how to do it. Um, I never wanted to write anything until like every time I write things people would be like oh you need to do more about this I'm like, <laughs> yeah i think people i think if we could peel back the veil it's like everyone's just learning it as we go yeah, yeah. some people may have a stronger foundation than the others but really no one has the answers to anything but i think it's it's also there, there's a certain level of just courage and yeah. yeah a willingness to not take yourself too seriously yeah that, <laughs> definitely you know, yeah. back to the last episode about working out at the gym it's like even if i I have no ego around the fact that if I'm lifting 15 pounds and there's like meatheads yeah. next to me, I'm like, if you want to make fun or if I fall or if I, if I trip, I'm the first one to laugh. Hmm. I'm, you know, you need to not take yourself too seriously, but you also need to use that energy to help you become better. Yeah. yeah. So it goes like you can use that energy both ways. It's a very good uh, way to think about being a comedian because yeah. you have to laugh at yourself, but you also have to be like, okay, where can I laugh? When when can I laugh at myself for not getting laughs? Yeah. <laughs> and also and also be okay with failing in front of people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you I gotta. Think a lot of people improv is excellent for that when you're doing enough indie shows. When I was deep in it, <laughs> and it's like you're like five. Yeah. Shows a week, and you're like, okay, 
three out of four of these, like, nobody's going to laugh, partly because they're just in their heads waiting to do their bit, because the yeah, only yeah. people in the audience are also in improv groups, and then partly just because you're like, okay, we're just going to get up and do a lot of bad shit. Uh, speaking of that, there's nothing more uh, gratifying than doing improv for people who aren't improv fans. Oh my god, oh, and they the think best. it's amazing. Yeah, they think it's the, the they, they think it's, it's a, they actually laugh. They're like, oh my god. They actually laugh. Yeah, they don't care about, like, that second beat didn't work on that walk-off was a little weird yeah. or another waiter scene really people really? They wah, think wah. Yeah. it's amazing yeah it's and then you forget you're like oh okay i guess oh yeah you're supposed to be fun doing <laughs> <show. Yeah. laughs> uh this is something i had a question but i'm this is sure. my show but before you go i know you you do the lightning round or whatever no but, i also but, want to play what's in the glass yeah. if you guys don't mind because this wine's really good and you have to tell us 15 it. minutes you have any, oh my god it's almost it's oh, no. oh yeah i was about to hit you with 15 minutes um, Zig, Zig, actually, Zig is going to be like, he's going to be like, this is my podcast. This is my podcast. Is I mean, I'm here as late as you want to go, Zig. This is a four-hour podcast. Because uh, I quest- do want to play What's in Glass. Okay, what's your question? Oh, what do you guys do to relax? Bigger, big or small? Ellen, you want to go first? Um, I, I mean, like it, it depends on, your time. On, on the... I was thinking how last night I just put on uh, hashtag so LA, the, uh, the Charlie Sanders Camille Knox uh, podcast and was listening to it because I really need to clean my kitchen and like I just kind of like got in the zone with cleaning and laughing and like uh, sometimes cleaning relaxes me but also taking walks around the reservoir also just opening a bottle of wine for no purpose of trying to think about it too much helps um i like to cook i like to cook a lot when i live alone there's less reasons to like cook a lot of things but cooking is very much a relaxing thing for me you're good at it thank you <laughs> and you're good at it well now that i know that zig's in koreatown he's gonna come to the next i i now i aspire to have people over for dinner all the time because that was so much fun yeah um, all right yeah let me know i'll come yeah. through yeah, yeah come for that savory pie um, I do. I try to do more physical things. Mm. Like, uh, oh yeah, you run, right? You're I a run. Yeah. I do yoga, or I'll meditate, or but like really, oh, yeah. the, like my meditation. F- I yeah. forgot about that one. That helps. My favorite sort of like read. Like, I'm the most relaxed if I've run really hard or worked out really hard, and I'm in good shape. And then maybe had like uh, like a sauna or something. Yeah. And then like mm. after that, I mean, I am blissed out. Like <laughs> literally, because I've yeah. I've exerted myself. Like I'm just I'm I'm in I'm in my body and I'm out of my mind. I'm out mm. of my head. And like it really is centering and really makes me appreciate those little moments. You know, because outside of that, I'm constantly. Oh, if I didn't have physical fighting. action every day, I would oh, not yeah. be able to enjoy any. Like I have to work out pretty much every day, or I like part of that's compulsive, but part of it's like I helps me relax at the end of the day. It just settles my mind because if not, then my mind can get. It, I have to work really hard at bringing my mind back. I feel like that's what meditation but is the best for. Meditation is great Especially for that. in the TM yeah. thing because you're allowed to let your mind run wild and it's kind of like your mind's taking a shit while you're meditating and then you're, <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, okay, I'm not focusing on my mantra. It could be overwhelming. My, my, mind's, yeah. my mind's like releasing all this shit and after yeah. it's out, now I can go focus on things. It is weird that like, you do like 20 minutes of meditation, then like you're, you're done and you're like, oh, wow, I'm like energized. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's really strange how the body works. Do you meditate too? Uh, I used to do it a lot when I was um, a lot more when I was younger, really just like my early 20s just mm-hmm. because I had time then. But like <laughs> I would, what I would do is like. But I feel like it makes more time. It does. like Because uh, you're more focused once you do it. Yeah. Or I'm, at least that's what I discovered I'm recently. definitely starting to do it more. I'll get back into it. Like uh, what my routine was like, I'd was going to community college so I'd go to classes I'd come home meditate for 20 minutes and then like just run a couple miles and yeah. then like that oh, was nice. like my then it'd be like four o'clock I'm like oh right 
my day starting now. Yeah. yeah. I can go do whatever I want to do. Yeah. yeah. But there's something about like the mind, like quieting the mind, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like that really brings <laughs> peace. Yeah, yeah. So you can either because... meditate it out or drink it all out. Yeah. yeah even, I mean, out. wine to wine is a great, I mean, I, I love uh, drinking wine and I like drinking beer. Yeah. And I like drinks. Um, and, that, <laughs> you know, a lot of times that is a relaxing thing too. Mm. But meditation is rather beautiful. It took me so long to find a type I could actually do. Yeah. But. But a lot of times, if I if I'm not active during the day, a lot of times yeah. I'm like I don't really feel like I even had a day. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like today, like bullshit kept happening. I mm. didn't. I was going to go for a run. And I'm like I couldn't quite get oh, to no. it. Yeah. Like that's where like my, like if I have like this a physical is why I thing, like having an exercise know. bike because I hop on with my yeah. iPhone and I answer email while I pedal. <laughs> no, you seriously. Just got to get the heart rate up. Yeah. Got to get the heart rate. Can we play what's in glass? Do we have enough time? Or? Yeah, it has to be yeah. so fast. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I mean, I mean, Zig's here. Oh no, <laughs> so Zig I'm usually is up to always you. like pushing it because of Zig. <laughs> we'll edit this out. And you can be like, dudes, I want to get out by nine. No, Zig's like, <laughs> we have a schedule, uh, <laughs> which we need to keep. Yeah, you tell us. Um, or we can go to lightning if you're like. That's whatever. Yeah. I don't care. What's in the glass? Yeah, I okay. never played. What's in the glass? Well, Play what's in the glass? You should. Yeah. The color. The color. It's like fucking opaque, right? Yeah. It's like movie plot. Pro- it's like B movie prop blood. Yeah. You know? It seriously is That's like exactly super deep. Perfect. It smells like Cabernet Merlot blends. <laughs> if I smelled this, I'd be like, this is a Cabernet yeah. Merlot blend. This is a good villainous wine. You know? Ooh, yeah. I feel like if you're like a villainous in like a movie, this is the one oh, that you drink yeah. mm-hmm. while you're plotting your stuff. That's why movie wine looks fake. If yeah. you look at this wine, you're like, this is never seen in the movie. It smells like... This is Game of Thrones wine. Yes. You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just need like to have a, a long dialogue about just like a charcuterie plots. table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> need some like five minutes of exposition about what's happening in the world. Uh-huh. Really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Like super Targaryen. ripe blueberries. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Blueberry. Yeah, but not in the way that normally to me blueberry. When I smell it, I'm like, oh, that's the Syrah, but this is too dark to be. And it's definitely purple fruit, but yeah, blueberry like really worked for me when you said that. Like blueberry jam. Not a lot of other spices, though. Like, that's a, in blind tasting, I'd be oh, like, right. blueberries, it's Syrah. I never but get it's spice like a, on the nose. That's a hard one. It's smart, though. It's smart to think like that, but I never think about it. to think, like, with Syrah, you just look for the pepper, and this doesn't have pepper. So I'm like, oh, this one. So then I'm like, oh, this seems like cabby. It does smell like cabby, but I think that's a lot from the oak. Mm. That's probably why you're thinking that. Yeah, um, if I had to guess, it's definitely the oak. That was my first guess. <laughs> Sick as I'm so bad at this stuff. I'm like, I'm like well, that's because you haven't spent like hours doing like, it. I've been in so many cellars. Oh, dark, dark cellars. Just, just I appreciate like just lotioning I, my I, body. I wish that I could, and like I wish I got to the place where I could be like this. The, you, the tannin the, was it tannins. Yeah. yeah, if you spent as yeah. many hours yeah. drinking wine and thinking about wine and writing about wine in, in class, you would get it. No, like because people are like, "How do you do that?" I'm like, "I spent a lot of hours in class." I think, <laughs> like, I think the coolest thing, the coolest superpower that I've seen you guys do is like you can tell what the alcohol percentage is by drinking oh. it and like oh, how yeah. far it burns down. Like that oh, is yeah. super cool to me. Wait, let's all do that. Hold on, everyone, take a sip and then we're jumping ahead. Guys. Yeah, we'll get back to the nose, but. It doesn't feel that high to me. But it's, I know, it's, but it's a petite Syrah, so it has to be something. It has to be somewhat high. It's got to be at least 14. 14 you, was my guess. How do you measure it? How far it burns down? Is that like, this least? like got to here for me, mm. but like the last one got to like here. What was the last one? I can't remember. The white wine. 
I mean, but that was number? almost. This was thirteen point five. Yeah. Century. But like, if I did like, like if you did like a shot of whiskey right now, it would, oh, you would feel yeah. it all the way. You'd oh, that it, makes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you'd feel it up in your nose. Yeah, in yeah. A way. You'd feel it everywhere. Yeah. This one is. I can't tell if it's just that it's like super smooth and the tannins muted. To me, it doesn't feel like it's insanely high. I'm gonna say like fourteen and fourteen point five. I might even. I, I'm well. I, I'm I would say, say fourteen. F- I would say fourteen five, but at pushing fifteen. I'm like I'm okay. Go 14, 14, I'm gonna 15. say uh, fourteen point two five. Whoa, got fractions in there. Sometimes they put the tiny. What, what do you think, Sig? Uh, I was gonna say fourteen because I, it's a number that I hear you guys say a lot. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with fourteen. I mean, they're usually most wines are between twelve point five and sometimes fifteen, but it, it's not a huge range. That's why when people are like, "Oh, you got so close, you got within one percent," I'm like, "No, that's far." And also, the tricky thing with wines is they can be they're allowed to be all. On what they claim, mm. but this is a European California. wines more than domestic. Yeah, yeah, domestic. Yeah, what are what are we at? Fifteen. Shit. Yeah, I just you checked. won. Well, they did on the court I masters. Mean, they did tell me on my. Are never. I mean, I, if I've if I've never had a petite sera under fourteen, I've ever. almost never drinking one. But the court masters really? on my test on my like uh, notes, they were like, you need to work on your uh, for whites. They're like, you need to work on how you evaluate acid, which I'm like. I need to, like, I have no acid receptors. But rides, they were like, you need to work on how you evaluate uh, alcohol. So that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. What the fuck do they know? I don't know. Tim Gazer, Master Bunch Psalm. Of, bunch of... Hear that noise? Bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds. Bunch of wine Listen nerds. Listen up, your wine nerds. That was, I, I'm working on, like, a storytelling thing about the whole process of going through court masters, and I'm like... And I found out I was serving Yoda, wine Yoda, like with Kim Gazer, because that was how I felt when they're like, you're serving Kim, Tim Gazer. I'm like, that's my wine Yoda. Like, what? That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's a good one. Kenobi. Yeah, no. That's I, a solid one. I, I'm going to use that. I might do that on show Saturday, which will be before this airs, so I can say it. No. What else we can we, uh, what's in the glass? So what do we taste besides alcohol? Yeah. How is the acid on this, do you think? Yeah, I'd put in medium minus. Medium minus, exactly what I was going to say. It's not super acidic. Not acidic. Basically, Zig, when you sip it, how soon do you feel I was, saliva? I was, yeah, I was. Tr- what, you, what was the quick? How quick, quick do you what? How do you feel saliva coming up? I was trying to figure out what you're what that meant. Okay, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's how we judge. I'm going to say like there's a little delay for the saliva for me. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think it's not super acidic. We don't have the text sheet for this. No, we do not. Uh, but Damn I do it. want to talk a little bit about the the winery, though, real quick. Oh, yeah. The Brody. Dan. Is it Brody or Brady? Bra- I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I was like, that could be me. Petite It's Estrella Valley, right? <laughs> this comes from, I was, I yeah. did a little Googling. But I guess the winemaker originated from uh, Texas. Oh. And I was like, this feels like a very Texan style wine. Texas actually like makes some decent wines. Yeah, but it's like it like this is a like if you're gonna move from Texas to California mm. and make wine, of course you're gonna make a petite syrah. This is a very soft petite syrah. The tannins are not insane. No, they're not insane. No, they're like not as insane as. But I this would... is a full-bodied wine. Oh yeah, like this is. It's very full, but it's a lot more fruity. Yeah, maybe there's a little RS even, just a tiny bit. Just a touch. Just a touch. The tannins are super supple to me. They're super supple. They're, they're there, not, but they're, they're there, not. But they're they're, they're not what I would think of what a petite syrah no. is. I wonder no, if it's, it's a great wine. It's a delicious wine. I think it's all 100% and French oak. What? One hundred percent petite syrah. Wow. Whoa. 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 French oak, according to what I saw, which I get the vanilla notes. Vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> 
on the what do you taste? <laughs> I taste the vanilla definitely. Yeah, vanilla. Some of the cinnamon. 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 Definitely not American oak. I get no coconut or dill. Oh my gosh! When we were wine tasting in Santa Barbara, they had in the cellar literally they had Hungarian. French and American, oh, all so right next to each other. Oh, that's so cool. You couldn't taste out of the barrel, but I was like, wow, they're using, they don't give a fuck about what kind of oak they're using. They're using all different kinds of that's shit. That's scary. Yeah. Well, French oak is so expensive. It's really expensive. If it's new, anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, even, I mean, like French oak barrels are fucking, like, they're like $5,000 a piece or something. They have Good to God. split, well, to split the wood so that, like, it doesn't leak. They have to, like, split it into more individual staves, whereas with American, they can chop it more obliquely. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. It's something that makes American oak easier. And Hungarian oak being cheaper. What about Slavonian? I don't know. I don't really know much about that. I don't. I don't really hear much about Slavonian oak. Oh, but I feel like they use it some places. I don't know. Should we do? Um, do you want to finish this out, or are we? Uh, what about conclusion? the finish? <laughs> what fruit do we taste on this, Zig? What do you taste? I couldn't. T- uh, I was trying to figure it out. It seemed... Do you think of red, black, or blue fruit? I was thinking like maybe like a blueberry, blueberry adjacent. Definitely. Wait a minute. Who told you that? <laughs> was it on the nose too? It was only, yeah, it's very on the nose. Um, it's plus or minus. Um, plus or minus blueberry. Yeah, plus or minus blueberry. Mm-hmm. Definitely get those like cassisi, which like uh, I, I would only be able cassisi. to reference cassis if I had not gotten current so jam. That, that fruit sounds bougie. Ooh, that it's is so bougie. That's a Game it's of Thrones fruit. It's ridiculously bougie. No, I, I honestly, when I started studying wine, I went out and I got like black currant jam and red currant jam, and I spent a lot of time smelling, tasting them both because I'm like, people reference these, but like once I smelled them, I'm like, okay. But I mean, I don't know. Why do we have to have that vocabulary? I mean, you just gotta learn that. I mean, a lot of times they're like twisting you towards the way where most people, how most people describe it. Mm. Yeah, I've had, I've said stuff, and they're like, yeah, you mean kind of like this? Like they're giving you the answer that everyone usually like uses. Um, well, that's what wine classes are good for, because you kind of calibrate. Yeah, you calibrate. <laughs> How's the finish for everyone? How do you finish? Long, How do you finish? Long and supple, like a <laughs> <laughs> like a walk. Um, I mean, mine's more rich, short and potent. Forest, oh no, dense, dense greenery. Yeah, I'm going to go with short and potent. That seems like a good adjective for it. What? Is it short and potent? Was that? Well, potent. That was my take on it. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, potent. yours is yours makes for much more says says factory sex. So uh. <laughs> deep, deep forest. Green, That's how you finish. Damn. In a gre- oh my! Oh my! <laughs> Biodegrading leaves. Oh, wait. Okay, we got super sexy there. A caterpillar. Nothing is hotter than tickles my nose. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what your fetish is, but I'm worried. I'm into tree sex. Oh my! <laughs> you in a tree there. fucking? I fuck tree. Oh goodness! Okay, petite sera, you guys. It's I'm a party. trying to picture now if we got the Z Nation roles we were auditioning for. If we had to make, out, had to make out with each other, how would that go? I'm not sure. It's Thursday. I'm assuming I didn't get it. Yeah, same Z's. I'm the first. Like, if I don't hear like Sean right and away, I auditioned for Z Nation roles. That if we found we found out we were both auditioning for them, and Sean was like, "Oh, you realize." It wasn't clear in mine, but apparently in yours, like they're like romantic opposites. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, that would be weird. Very weird, hilarious, and I actually think, fitting. Uh, yeah, actually, I think it would take that. We'd universe. make it work. It would only make the podcast better, right? Well, yeah. yeah, we could we could still do the podcast. <laughs> I'd probably be like, <laughs> while, we need Brendan supervising. Yeah. yeah, while in Canada, actually, that would be cool. Yeah, live from Canada, that would be awesome. Even if we didn't, I mean, yeah, it'd be it's worth always it. better. Oh, we'd miss sick. 
get a roll on nation. Uh, <laughs> I gotta start. Yeah, I'll start going out for rolls. Yeah, just I mean, we all need. Roles. Well, you direct more than actor. Wait, yeah. do you ever do actor thingies? Uh, every now and then. I did this show like two years ago. That's finally being released on Soul Pancake. What? So I'll I'll act oh, cool. every now and then. I don't have the strength. To, that's not your thing. To do auditions in Santa Monica on the whim, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Oh, so like, I live for acting. Yeah, no, I, people that yeah, do it, I, I, I get, gotta go tomorrow. Got strength. I just I drove to Santa Monica every day for work for three months, and like I couldn't imagine doing it now for an audition. Oh. Yeah, no, I get I get you. Yeah. God, when I first moved here, I worked for a children's theater company. It was like normal person hours going to Santa Monica from the east side. It was Ooh. like I and I didn't have a radio working in my car, but I kept in really good like you could still hold your phone with your hand and I had I kept up with all my people in St. Louis. Just <laughs> like I'd be like, Well I'm in my car for two hours. Let's talk while I stay still on the highway at four PM on whatever weekday it was. Oh my gosh. Ugh Santa Monica. I might just take the train. But you have to go to the beach. Go to the beach. Go to the beach. Say go to the beach. Go to the beach. Lightning round quick. Lightning round. You go first this time. This is a gimme. Petite Syrah is considered a light and delicate wine. True or false? True. What? False. False. Yeah. It's truly false. You just truly really false. Truly. He was like, wait a minute, let me think He's about like, it. True. Yeah. False. False. That's a petite threw me off because it's yeah. Yeah, small. The wine we're drinking is yeah. considered yeah. light and delicate. No, it's not. No. It's, heavy. it's very sturdy. It's hitting me right now. Yeah. yeah. It's heavy. Syrah yeah. does heavy. not tend to be uh particularly petite either. <laughs> Yeah, Syrah. Syrah's pretty pretty. Which this fort. is uh, for the people who would like to know. It's actually people think it is a the Rhone grape derif, which is a uh, crossing of Pelusin, which who the fuck has ever drinking that in their life and Syrah. <laughs> I've had derif before. What? Oh, yeah. Well, that is they think this is that. But I've had French derif. Oh, okay, really? <laughs> I mean, don't come oh, on back. <laughs> Did it taste like this? No. Yeah, it was probably a lot more acidic. <laughs> Zero like this. Yeah. Yeah, well, different climates, different grapes. Ugh. It's like Tanat. Oh, man. Right we got to drink some uh, Uruguay. Oh, I got to try it. Question number two. What does Paso Robles mean? Paso, is that French? Uh, I think what? it's Spanish. Spanish yeah. what's, it, what's Paso Robles? Paso Robles, where this is from. Oh, boy. The Something the pass. Uh, pass, you got that, guy, that, that bing. Guy. That's correct. Going back to high school Spanish. Pass of. Pass of Robles. What is Robles? Is it Robles? That's the word? Yeah. Oh, boy. R-O-B-L-E-S. What's the word? R-O-B-L-E-S. R-O-B-L-E-S. It doesn't sound like what it L-A-S. is. L-A-S. Uh, what type of barrels do does French rose b- often get? Wait, what's, what's the word? Well, uh, well, I'm trying to give you a hint. Yeah, uh, what type of, uh, it's pass of a certain type of tree. What type oak? of, yeah, pass of, yeah. Pass of the oaks. Pass of the oaks. That's what that means. So, so pass of the means pass of the oaks. Because yeah. a lot of oaks, it's also a pass that you go all the way up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, above kind of Santa Barbara. And there are oaks. There's oaks, hella oaks. Bro. I'm doing way better than I thought oaks. I was going to be. You're uh, you're doing well. Way uh, better. My, oh, name two good food items to pair with a petite syrah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, it's red wine. <laughs> what goes with red wine? Does uh, but like a heavy fruity red wine. Uh, heavy, would it fruity? be like? Oh shit. Would it be like? Does a cheese? Uh, does a cheese go with that? <laughs> I mean, it could. Yeah, uh, a meat. Yeah, what, uh, red meat. Yes, red a steak. Uh huh. A steak with that, and I guess I'm going to eat a steak. Maybe uh, anything else in that category. Oh boy, uh, maybe uh, some lamb. Yeah, sure. There you go. Some All lamb chops it. and uh, a, a T-bone steak. I would do like a ribeye with this. Yeah, something really big. Yeah. What yeah. would a vegetarian pair with this? Cheddar. <laughs> 
I mean, it would be a rich proteiny thing for the tens. No, I'm serious. I'm like, what? What? I'm trying Cheddar. to think as, as a vegetarian what I I would pair with this. Uh, I'd be like uh, soy bacon. Yeah, <laughs> some some tempeh, some heavily marinated. No, but like tempeh. a super strong cheddar, kind of like the cheddar in the pie I served you guys. Yeah, but yeah, like, that would work. Yeah. I would pair you this, pair with, this with the pie too. A cheese potato pie. Ooh, that sounds uh, amazing. That's what you're having pie. when you come to dinner at all. Oh, 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 I'm already on the way. Yeah, it's good. Um, I had it for lunch the next time. One more funsies. Uh, you had it for lunch. Yep. The break. Oh, leftovers. Oh, good. Uh, what famous actor died in a car crash in Paso Robles? Uh, Ooh, is it my boy James Dean? Yeah, it is. Boom! Big James. You know this you category. All of them. Well, yeah, yeah, as you should. As you should, because you've been here. Yeah, four out of four. You don't realize it, but you've been soaking up so So much. much You know you've been watching porn on your computer over there. (laughs) Every single episode. A lot of tabs of porn up. A lot of tabs. Computer's devastated with the viruses. Oh my god! You could you could go past your quartermaster psalm test right now. (laughs) Yeah, just walk in there and be like. You kidding me? I know this shit. Yeah, I got Arugly, this. guys. Gross men yeah. saying. What? Arugly? Oh, yeah. That was the last episode. But oh, yeah. Tanat. Arugly. Tanat. I'm so glad you said that word for me. And then just the last question. Oh, yeah. What is it? Do you know what the last question I is? I do. I was almost going to around. answer without you guys asking. I was but I think say, for yeah. I think just you have to for people who are first-time listeners. You oh, first-time listeners? Yeah. Lifetime calls. You're going to get the zig bump. I don't know if you know that. You're going to shoot up at least two or three listens. Mm-hmm. My name's attached to this. It's so. true. Zig We're zig expecting you to uh, put this on all your social media. Oh, all the social yeah, media. Social, 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 social tag, tag, hash, hash. Mad tags. Mad tags. Mad tags. Uh, Maytag. Uh, what's Clean bringing, clothes. You, what's what? bringing you some joy right now? This is probably the cheesiest platitude that anyone could possibly say, but it is. I love is, cheese. It is friends. 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 Yes. Like, I uh, genuinely love, like, well, since I have such a stupid schedule, the few times I do get to see my friends, it is mm. very fun to just hang out and not do anything with them. And this weekend, I'm hanging out with my best friends. Shout out, oh. Wes Martinez. Yes. going to hang out this weekend, not doing anything. And yes. I'm looking forward to it so hard. Yay. Yay. Friends. Friends are good. Yay to friends. Cheers to friends. Cheers to friends. Thanks for having me. Zig. <laughs> Thanks for uh, we call putting the friend? microphone in front of you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've had you on the podcast, can we get that so like backwards? But I'm like, now that we've had you on the podcast, now can we call official. you a friend? Oh, Don't you I dare so call good. me your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it business. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Last, 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 I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my pH. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with many names. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee, mate. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, Don't test me, motherfucker. I'm a Somaliite. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.